Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. Huh. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Say what I work is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Blackers don't get fed. Huh, yeah. Jesus said he who puts his hands to the pile looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the switches five minutes and you about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. <laughs> if you doubt for me, I was still tripping. Now, how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep, huh? Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but your study trying to reach, huh? But after him who was able to possess your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now, the point is, this was prophesied way back in the day. Quiet, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. Questions here for you, 
but mm-hmm. I like for the artists to kind of tell our listeners a little bit about you, you know, because they want to hear from you. They don't want to hear from me so much. They hear from me all the time, but they want to hear <laughs> a little bit about you. So let's start with, uh, I do have a question, darn. I said I wasn't going to do that. But listen, let's start, let's start with uh, uh, how you get here, you know what I mean? Were, were you one of those little... Um, what you call it, child prodigies that, you know, when you started to crawl, you started singing or, you know, tell us how you get here. You get music in the school, your parents in the biz, you know, all that kind of good stuff. I don't know if I necessarily call myself a child prodigy, but my parents have definitely said that I've been singing for a very long time. Now, if I've been singing well for a long time, who knows? Um, but uh, for the last couple of years, I kind of just started working on it a little bit more, recognizing that it was something I really enjoyed doing. And so I was, you know, getting vocal coaches and talking with people in the industry. And a really awesome vocal coach of mine named Joseph Conti gave me the opportunity to make an album with him. And through the support of him, uh, the musicians that he knew, my parents, and everyone around me, I was able to create my first album. And that kind of was the thing that started it all, because that experience, really let me know that, oh, this is really what I want to do. It wasn't just something I liked doing. This is a genuine passion. Um, So I'm very grateful for that opportunity because it's kind of just continued on since then. I mean, with singles after that, more albums, meeting tons of new people, moving to L.A., it's been a crazy journey, but it's been really fun. Where are you from originally? Uh, I grew up a good chunk in Portland, um, I was born in Washington and moved to Minnesota for a bit, but Portland's really where the music kind of started. Okay. So when you found out that you wanted to do music, I mean, because it looked like you're doing so many other things. I mean, I, I, not only mm-hmm. are you an artist, but, you know, you're a model. Yeah. So which one did you prefer the best, or was it any such thing? It's hard to say. They're kind of all equal. I think I'll have a special spot for music always because it was kind of the first thing. It was the the start of everything. It, music led to modeling, which also led to acting. So if I had to say which one I liked more, it probably would be music, but they're all pretty equal. You know, that really was a fair question, Josephine. I'm going I'm to fall on the nail for that one because you, you, you're <laughs> right in the sense that um, – Every actor I know, except for maybe very, very, very few, uh, want to get in front of the camera. You know, such you know, such as what happened with me. You know, uh, you didn't mm-hmm. want to get in the camera, and and vice versa. You know what I mean? And you never see a, a movie, film, TV, sitcom, commercial, or anything without some type of music in it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so that's definitely a natural synergy that's kind of hard to get away from and then and then on top of that you know if you're a beautiful lady such as yourself then the modeling <laughs> is you. just almost like a given you know what I mean they want you <laughs> somebody wants you to advertise something they close yeah. um, uh, their popcorn they really want you to advertise something <laughs> for them you know what I mean yeah so it's kind of hard to get around that one you know and you know, mm-hmm. that being said, you know, you had some great experiences, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, attending the Grammy and uh, being named Vogue. So tell us a little bit about that before we get to your music. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a crazy experience. My manager, uh, she's very well connected, and she knew some people that were able to get us into the Grammys, which was something that, I never thought would happen this early um, because I had like just moved to LA and then a few months later, it's like, Oh, we're going to the Grammys, which was insane. Um, That was a really, really fun experience. It was this mix of being unreal, but also what it was like, it felt right mixed with what am I doing here? Um, Right. Like I supposed to be here. This is where I supposed to be. That was the biggest feeling, but there was still that small feeling of, wow, this is insane. This is something I've only ever seen on TV. Um, but that was, it was really cool being able to see 
just all the people, especially being able to see the behind the scenes, that I found was very interesting. Um, talked to some really nice people. Every single person I met was very kind. Um, and it was just kind of an overall good night. <laughs> right. I could imagine that's where everybody, um, everybody's, what am I trying to say? Everybody's creative and that their aura mm-hmm. is kind of like unchecked. It's just out there. Yeah. Um, because even the, a lot of the people that you met, you probably don't know all of everything that they do, and they know that mm-hmm. since you were there, you had to be somebody, either you're somebody or you know somebody that's somebody, but you're just not there because yep. you didn't have no place else to go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, you're just not there because you're just going down the street and say, oh, let me just go in here. You oh, had to be there in. for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You had to be there for a reason. So what about the uh, uh, the best dress list? What was that about? Oh, that was that was crazy. I never expected that. Um, I just we worked with a really awesome team um, and worked together to just come up with an outfit that I really really enjoyed and that was also comfortable. <laughs> that was a big part. And so to find out that I was put on a best dress list afterwards was kind of insane because that it was kind of like a a little goal of mine, but it was never a serious goal necessarily. It was like, oh, it'd be cool to be on those lists, but, you know, we'll see what happens. And so for it to actually happen was crazy. And so I'm so so thankful for my team that really helped me out with <laughs> my whole look that night. Well, it's important that, uh, and great that you mentioned your team because, you know, it's a lot of artists out here that's, uh, you know, trying to make it without a team, and they just really don't know yeah. how difficult, you know, it is. You know, it's a full-time job just being an artist. Oh, for sure. Uh, but then if you got to mm-hmm. turn around and try to handle business, you know, um, it's, it, it's crazy. You know, it gets it gets overwhelming at, at some point, you know, so much you're splitting yourself yeah. a whole bunch of different ways. And at the end of the day, it does kind of take away – um, from you being that great artist, because most great artists that I know, you know, 98.0% of their time, you know, either they're practicing or rehearsing. Right, yeah, and I definitely found that out, because in the beginning, I kind of was trying to figure out a way to do as much as I could, because I wanted to, I don't know, I guess I just wanted to be the one that could do it all, and then you find out there's rarely can you be the one that can do it all. It's so much better and so much nicer and relaxing to have good people around you who can support you more efficiently and more professionally than you could as well. So it betters your career in the long run anyway. Oh, absolutely, because it just frees you up to be all that you can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely, definitely a great thing. How important... Um, do you feel social networking is with uh, establishing uh, your career going forward? Because a lot of people, well, a lot of old school artists, they're not really computer literate, and they <laughs> don't deal with a lot of social networking. And I know the mm-hmm. way the record industry has changed, you know, they focus a lot more on uh, uh, social networking, you know, Twitter, you know, Facebook, YouTube, yeah. so on and so forth. So how how important do you feel that is? Well, to be honest, I'm kind of like a an outlier as far as being an 18-year-old and I don't really like social media. I've never really – I don't dislike it, but it's never really been my thing. And so to me personally, I wish it wasn't as important, but I, it definitely is because it's pretty much every person that I've met and um, – advisors and people in the industry have stressed the importance that your social media presence is a big deal. And I know something that I do like about social media is the ability to connect with the people that like your music, because I feel like it was harder to connect with all those people um, before, but now, you know, you put out a post and you've got comments, you can respond to the comments and maybe make someone's day or, uh, to respond to some direct messages, and that part I think is really, really cool, kind of bringing the community together 
Um, but as far as the business aspect of it goes, I don't really like it that much, but it's definitely a big part of it now. <laughs> right. Well, I know a lot of major companies, they don't even have A&R department no more, so they really don't yeah. have uh, actual physical find. bodies going all over places, you know, looking to discover somebody or see them performing or playing somebody. Now they just mm-hmm. go on the Internet and let their fingers do the walking. Yep. Yeah. It can definitely be a blessing and a curse. <laughs> Oh, no question. You know, the good part about it is, like you said, you could touch um, people that that you normally wouldn't come in contact with. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the flip side of that is, um, if you're a great artist and and you wasn't really socially social media motivated, and you didn't really Mm -hmm. have a good team, you know, it it could be harmful because I see a lot of great artists kind of fall through the crack. Only because they don't have oh. a, te- a, te- a team in place. Yeah. You also can get lost in the algorithm, which is really difficult because there's so many people out there that maybe don't have a huge following, but they're really, really good. But I don't think a lot of the the bigger name companies or the people searching talent look at certain followers and below, which that's the part that I don't like as much is that the numbers have such a significance. Oh, I agree, because if your numbers are impressive enough, then they want to see you, check you out here, and and find out what you're Mm -hmm. really really about. But then if your numbers aren't impressive, you know, um, like you said, they don't really look, and that's when a lot of great artists fall through the crack, or, you know, it takes them longer to get the attention that they need, especially nowadays because it's becoming more, I mean, fewer and fewer places to actually perform until you get on a certain level. Places ask for your social media every single time. Like you go to a venue, they're like, well, how many followers do you have? How many people can you bring in? How many of this, this? It's all about numbers. Kind of insane. (laughs) Definitely, because they're trying to see if you're going to be able to fill some of those seats or not. Yep. (laughs) And and nine times out of – yeah, when they ask you how much are your tickets, you know – they pretty much know, and then they'll ask you all those questions. How much are your tickets? You know, how much are you spending on radio, and so on and so yep. forth. And and then, then they figure out how many seats they got, and then they pretty much know how much money you're going to make before you do. Yep, it's crazy. It's definitely a numbers and a money game. <laughs> yes, yes. But then the great ones, great ones, slide on through. Well, I was looking at I was looking at your topic, inspiration from a current relationship. Uh, is that the name of the project, or is that where your songs uh, derive from? Uh, kind of where my songs are deriving from at the moment. Well, at least we know they're not blues. <laughs> True. <laughs> Because uh, a lot of relationships that don't go the right way end up being, she took my dog. She took my dog. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been lucky in the fact that uh, my relationship's going pretty strong. <laughs> oh, that's that's definitely a fantastic thing. So your new album is called what? Um, the one that just released. Mhm. Uh, it's. A duology album, so it's two songs, Slow Down and Falling, which are also the title. Well, we have uh, actually those queued up, and we're going to let our listeners put their ear on that, and then we could talk about all right. the production and all that good stuff. And I actually know the production was great because I listened to them uh, earlier. <laughs> but um, Showdown is the new single, correct? Yep. Yeah, well, we're going to say the best for last, not that any of them aren't great anyway, but since that's your new single, we're going to save that one to last because that's the one we want our listeners to remember since that's the one we're working with right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, how about uh, number one featuring, what is it, Wavy Baby? Oh, yeah, with Kyrie and Wavy Baby. Yeah. 
All right. Everyone, you know the drill. Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and, and put your ears on this. This is Josephine Rally coming at you. No one makes me feel this way No one gets me through the day When you give yourself to me There's no place I'd rather be with you No don't drop top in a free now
let whatever I write and whatever comes to mind kind of just go wherever it wants to, um, which can result in kind of a mix of different genres and different sounds and different vibes. Uh, so a lot of the time I kind of just say whenever and whatever or whatever, whenever. Yeah. Well, that's great on a lot of levels. Uh, the, the the highest level is that you don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. That is so true, so true. So listen, um, which songs do you have? You have videos to all these songs? Uh, I have a music video for the last one we just listened to. Okay. Uh the other ones have little snippet videos, but not full music videos. Uh-huh. See, what else do I want to know that I didn't ask you already? That's okay. We don't want to ask no more questions. We'll play some more music. How's that? All right. Uh, let's go with uh, let's go with falling. How's that? Sounds good. How did you put that one together? The same way, or was it something special? Uh, that one was a little bit. That one was a little bit different. That one, I uh, that one, I was set, sitting down and writing before going into the studio. I had an idea for that one before I went in. Okay, I was just wondering if it was a special thing that occurred to. Uh, oh, a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of talking about... <laughs> I'm being nosy, Josephine. I'm being nosy. Come on now. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah, that one talks about how I kind of ended up with the person that I'm currently with. And I kind of call it like a mixed love song because at the time I wasn't really actively searching for a relationship and I didn't necessarily even want one. Um, but then he showed up and it kind of just ended up working out. And so it's kind of like my mixed feelings going into it, but how at the end I'm actually very grateful for it, and I'm glad it happened. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Homeboy lucked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody, you know the drill. You know, let the windows down, tear the, turn the air conditioner up, <laughs> and put your ears on this. This is falling. Josephine Rally.
I think my heart truly lies, though, kind of in, in the 50s, though. <laughs> kind of the... Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. And I can kind of tell with your, your vocal style, you know, um, you're one of those artists that they can put on a, a milk crate and you can hold your own uh, versus some of these other artists that they're actually studio produced, if you understand the mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's it's a great thing when you could just sing. And I guess in a studio you can punch in, punch out, you know, you can cut, you can do this a thousand different times. And once you sing yeah. A thousand different times. By the time you get to the stage, you should know it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I definitely like the authentic sound. Kind of like things to be a little bit more stripped back and really let uh, the true sound of things with vocals. And also, I really, really love live instruments. I like going through. Oh, girl, yeah, your head is definitely in the right place. I could tell that, too. Because I see a lot of times, too, um, I really don't care for for digital that much because that's not the era that I came from. I came from live yeah. instruments, too. And, and sometimes, you know, when when uh, a song, is well, a track is digitally produced, it, it's almost like a hospital. It's just too clean, you know what I mean? It's just, okay. just too clean. Mhm. Sometimes those little mistakes end up being the little nuances that make the song so much better. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about—the live bass, or um, <laughs> you can you can hear uh, a guy's fingers running down the strings. You know, just mm-hmm. different, just just different stuff. You know that you could really um, feel. In the song, you know, it's just like I said, not too clean. It's too clean. I don't right. know digital sound. I like to, to hear the instruments when the whole track sounds fat. That was a term that we used to use too. <laughs> yeah, much, I definitely like different. to use a, a mix of both. Uh, I know recently I've been diving into the world of more uh, electronically produced uh, sounds and music. Uh, but for a long time, when I was doing music solely in Portland, pretty much everything was just live instruments. Um, so I definitely want to blend the two together. So if you had a choice in, in your performance, your stage thing, would you you like mm-hmm. doing track dates opposed to having a live band? No, I'd, I'd do a band. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about it, having people with you just it's easier to get the energy. Well, the fun part about it is you can tell them to break it down, to bring it up, or stop and talk right. and engage Change. with the audience whenever you want. Yep. When you have live Every instruments, you know, a little bit different. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of hard to do that if you know you just perform into a track, you know. Yeah, definitely. So do you play yourself? Dabble a little bit. I wouldn't necessarily say that I play any other instruments because I haven't sat down and really worked on them like I have with vocals. But I do dabble in kind of guitar and piano, a little bit of drums and bass, mainly for the sake of writing, though, so I can understand the instrument enough to figure out what the sound is that I want to go with my songs. Do you find, uh, since you left Portland and, and came to L.A., do you see feel like the music scene has been any different, or is it the same to you? I think it's pretty different. Um, Portland's music scene is a little bit smaller. Uh, it's a little bit more, just a smaller group. I feel like towards the, as the closer I got to, my moving date, the more that I was realizing that, like, I had played at pretty much all the places I could play at in Portland. I had met and talked to a lot of the the more well-known people in Portland as well. So I feel like I kind of went through it all, and I was definitely needing more because there wasn't really much more to do. Not to say that the music scene here is not good. Um, it's just definitely 
so much smaller compared to LA because there's so many people in LA and so many different sounds and you can find your lane and or you can go down multiple lanes if you don't have a specific one and it's just way more open there's always something new around the corner which is really enjoyable yeah, it seemed like you had been around the block there in Portland, so you know everybody that it is to know and everybody know you. And, I, and yep, that, is a good thing. that is a good thing because they kind of um, put together your core fan base because for them you're a homegirl, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? No matter how yep. big you get in the world, uh, to them, you know, you're still going to be their homegirl because they knew you win. Mm-hmm. Yep, it gives me a place to always come back to if I want to chill (laughs) yeah that's always a great thing and a good place to be so Mm -hmm. everything we didn't touch everything except about uh your interest in creating your own uh clothing line oh yeah i i definitely i really like fashion that's another like passion of mine it's one of the things that kind of led me to want to model is that I kind of like creating when I create something I like to create it in its entirety so if I have a music video I like to figure out what I'm wearing for it and because I feel like everything can complement everything else and so that's kind of one of the biggest things that led me to wanting to create that but I also personally I am very like a huge fan of suits. (laughs) I really, really like suits. But something that I've found is that it's like extremely hard to find good women's suits that aren't frilly or weirdly cut or not ridiculously expensive. And so I kind of wanted to create a line that would kind of give me the thing that I was missing because I figured, all right, well, if I'm missing this and I'm kind of struggling to find this. There's got to be somebody out there thinking the same way. I don't know when that'll be or when that'll get into creation, but hopefully soon. (laughs) I know Ellen DeGeneres always want new suits. Yeah. First suits are probably very expensive. (laughs) Well-fit, tailored. Well, I'm sure, but then there's always room for you, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And especially with what you're doing, because one door opens up another door. Uh, oh, what did you do for What did you do for Macy's? Oh, I did a just a little a fashion event for them, a modeling uh, fashion event. I think it was like a prom-based theme thing. Um, it was pretty fun. A little bit more small, a little bit more local, but pretty enjoyable. I bet you had some designs that look better than theirs, huh? <laughs> I definitely had some in mind when I was seeing some of them, for sure. Are you wondering how did they get there? <laughs> a little. What did you say, a little? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's great. That's great. At least you're being modest. You just don't want to put them on blast. <laughs> so talk to us. We down to, well, let me see, slow down now. Talk to us about that. How did that come about? What's about? What was the inspiration? Yeah. And tell us about that one. Well, slow down kind of had a similar inspiration to falling as far as it was an aspect of my current relationship that I was thinking about. Um, But it was more so talking about kind of just slowing down and not letting a whirlwind of maybe other people's opinions or um, what's supposed to be or just personal uh, second guessing or, thoughts that might be getting in the way and to just slow down and to just keep communicating and just stick together like a team so we can just kind of keep keep going and keep it um, very open and uh, together. 
I think that's mighty fine inspiration, too, and words for everybody to hear. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to do. Everybody, you know <laughs> the drill. <laughs> Let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and put your ears on this. Miss Josephine Relly, and this is called Slow Down. Okay, your girl Miss Dramaganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K Diddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Yeah, we're back with uh, Josephine Relly, and that was slow down. That boy better slow down. <laughs> do you um, you do your own production, uh, Josephine, or you got a, a production crew? Um, I have, 
an engineer that I work with. Uh, his name's Hefe. Hefe mixed it. And we kind of, he kind of works on production alongside me. So it's a, it's a mix of, of both. I like the production and the vocals is on point too. Thank you. Great, great mix. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, it was definitely a great mix. I like that feel as well. Good writing music. So, Josephine, you're quiet, but mm-hmm. I want you to tell all our listeners where where they can go get your stuff. All right. Um, well, I am on iTunes, Spotify, pretty much everywhere you can stream music at Josephine Relly. Also on Instagram at Josephine Relly, and I have my website, which is josephinerelly.com, which has all of those links, videos, and more. Did I, Josephine? Did I ask you were you appearing anywhere locally anytime soon? You did not. Uh, and the answer to that would be no, not not anytime super soon. Um, at least nothing is scheduled for them at the moment. Uh, we're kind of seeing to see if there's anything open that we can do, but kind of a, a mixed bag. Okay. I was just wondering if you're performing somewhere, you know, so we can come out and support you, where we can come out and see you. Yeah, I don't, I wish I was. I wish I could could tell you one because it's just, I don't think a lot of places are open. That's true. You know, some people contacted me the other day about doing a, a, a live stream um, thing through uh, pay-per-view. You know, I guess that's mm. going to be the next thing for artists can be, you know, doing that type of thing so they can still yeah. create some type of revenue. But uh, it had some pretty big names that was involved in it. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe that's how things are going to be going for the next few days. But yeah, you know, we'll just, we'll see. Is there any artist out there that you'd like to collab with? Oh, man. Well, there's a lot that I can think of, but I know that I kind of just enjoy collaborations for collaboration's sake Um, because I feel like each person can bring something super unique to the table, and so I feel like a collaboration with anybody would be welcomed, but obviously I've got my, like the people that I really look up to, like a collaboration with Sam Smith would be amazing, and that's something that I've always really wanted <laughs> and dreamed for. You have such great answers. I am so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I don't usually hear that. You know, uh, I've dealt with so many artists that had, you know, producers that had them signed to a pretty much exclusive production deal, and I thought that was kind of whack because <laughs> as an artist, you would want to work with as many different producers as possible because each producer yeah. bring out something different in you. Definitely. You know? And and as an artist, why well, wouldn't you want to be all that? You know what I mean? Of course. If anything can help you grow and help you discover something new and it's gonna be a great experience, why would you limit it? Yeah. And that's exactly what that does. It's like they get stuck with one production situation and refuse to work with anybody else and before you know it um all your stuff starts sounding alike and right um that's great if you're already selling millions and millions and millions of units but if you're just coming up the ladder that's not such a good thing you know what i mean <laughs> yeah definitely that is not such a good thing but Josephine, we're down to the last few minutes. It always flies when you're having fun. But uh, mm-hmm. we definitely enjoy, enjoyed you and enjoyed your music, and I want you to feel free to come back anytime. And anytime yeah, you got a show lined up, please, you know, let us know. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, it, it's been great. I always like talking to uh, Bright. Um, young stars that actually have talent. 
That always <laughs> makes it fun, you know, to actually have talent that sounds good. I mean, I should, I'll probably get in trouble for saying that, but, I mean, it's always a pleasure, you know, to actually talk to somebody, have skills, and uh, know what they're doing, know where they are, and know where they want to go, and, and you're doing wonderful things. So I definitely want to thank you for taking time out and coming chatting with us and, and let us yeah, of course. hear your music. Definitely, definitely. All right. And we're going to pay attention and talk to you later. And uh, we're going to continue right. to play your your music from now on. And I want to tell our listeners, if you join the show late, there's no reason that you can't hear from its entirety because it's available on all the platforms. And if you forget how to get us, ask your mama to ask your daddy to ask the man across the street to work at the gas station. And if he don't know, the guy at the grocery market may know. And then if you don't know that, then I don't know what to tell you. There's no reason that you cannot hear the show and you won't be disappointed. How about that one? All right. We'll be back next week, you know, the same time, um, 2 p.m. PST. And uh, I'm going to play this because everybody should be able to relate to this, and this is called Be Thankful. Oh, oh, oh. But remember, brothers. 